Welcome to The Sovereign CEO, a podcast where we explore what it really means to become powerful beyond measure. Expect to hear incredible stories about possibility, creativity, business, self-mastery, and of course, the great awakening. I'm here to be your hype girl, to give you strategic tools that help you win, and to shed a light on things that you really need to know. Let's work on mastering your mindset and mastering your mission so you can build an empire, live a purpose-driven life, and create more freedom within it, no matter what the world around you is doing. Welcome to the show. It is another very weird winter day for me. Um, I live in a pretty cold place and it's been so warm, kind of misty. It's been like plus six. Now, you might think that's kind of nice to have, and normally I would agree with you, except we live in very northwestern Ontario on an island, and we actually drive on the ice road in the winter. So uh, prayers for me, fingers crossed that we get to keep our road for a little while, because it's really nice and easy being able to drive to my house. Um, yeah, in the in the summertime, we take boats back and forth, in the in-between, um, smaller vehicles, snowmobiles, airboats. Right now I'm just driving my car all the way to my house and it's it's pretty nice. It's it's pretty easy. I think it's actually going to get a little colder this week, but uh, I just thought I'd share this like really weird way that we live and normally you'd be cheering on a warmer winter, but it's it kind of sucks for the Treadway family. Today I have a really brief solo episode for you based on a post that I did a little while ago called 11 ways that you are programmed to be poor because it breaks my heart that so many people have gotten money twisted. Not only their mindset around money, but also people, myself included, were never given a proper education when it came to economics investing, budgeting. And this is a eye-opening podcast about just that idea. So in today's episode, we break down 11 ways in which you might have been programmed to be poor. Everything from mindset to education to habits. And I know you guys like all things Great Awakening, so I think you might get a few aha moments here. And the good news is, If you're like me, I'm almost 40 guys, I turned 40 this summer, Um, sometimes the realization that we haven't been taught or we haven't taken the agency to learn these things can be a little bit overwhelming and sometimes it keeps people from that process. Don't let it do that to you. Use this as a good sign. Okay, so now you know. So what do you have to do differently? How do you have to educate yourself so that you can thrive, so that you can make more money, so that you can increase your wealth? This episode is brought to you by The Sovereign CEO. This is my group coaching membership for freedom-minded entrepreneurs. We have some great foundational courses in there, all things mindset, business strategy, marketing, branding, everything that I wish I had when I became an entrepreneur 12 years ago. Everyone in the community, super rad. Everyone's on the same page. So know that you are amongst really good people in this container. 
and to work with me one-to-one, it starts at $1,000 an hour. So considering I coach in here every single week for only 88 bucks a month, uh, you're getting a pretty good steal of a deal. Um, that's not the only call either. Uh, my tech and systems team comes in each and every month. I bring in the very best experts in self and business mastery. We do a monthly three hour content creation session. Guys, this call alone is worth your entire membership. Um, and it's come and go as you please. So we don't lock you into anything. Come and go as you need, as serves you. Everything is well structured so that it's not overwhelming and you're getting exactly the right amount of content so that you can finally take action on your online business, on your matrix free business, and on taking your freedom back by way of money. Our other sponsor is TWC, the wellness company. The wellness company stands up for medical freedom. They are composed of awake doctors and pharmacists that are here to actually help you get healthy without dependency on pharmaceuticals. They stand up for medical freedom above all things. In the United States, guys, this is like a full medical system. You can get appointments with these doctors. They can get you exemptions for the you know what and masks and all the things and they are doing their best to make their way into Canada. Canada of course has all sorts of gatekeepers but they will be here soon. Um, one thing that I still take daily is spike support because people keep getting boosted and you can get spike in your body from getting the virus, from getting boosted or from being around other people who are. And which we, we know by now the dangers of spike in the body. Um, I don't need to list them for you guys here. Um, it's a, it's a very real thing. So we got to protect ourselves. All of these, uh, show notes are in all these show notes. All of these links are in the show notes. And last but not least, you guys are going to hear me talk about gold and silver all the time check out the link in the show notes if you want to know what system I'm using right now um, to help protect and grow my money because that's a, it's one thing to make it we have to also keep it out of, not out of the hands of the government but we want to protect it from inflation we want to protect it from central bank digital currency um, you guys know there's things that are happening that are out of our control, but lucky for us, there's a whole bunch of solutions that we can tap into right now that will get us to a more rooted, financially secure place, no matter what the world around us is doing. Today's episode, I'm uh, just giving you 11 ways in which you may have been programmed to be poor. Let's get started. Hello everyone, welcome to the Sovereign CEO podcast. Today I am going to um, talk about a post that I made a long time ago that was really, really popular that I think you guys need to hear. Um, it's all about how you are programmed to be poor, how we are programmed to be poor. So we have a problem here in this world. We got a lot of really bad people with a lot of money. And what's starting to happen is we're starting to associate money with the root of all evil. You know, people with money are bad people. Well, the really practical truth is um, money does make you more powerful out there in the world. And if we have a bunch of good people that are scared of money, 
and then we have all the bad people with lots of it, um, we're going to put ourselves into a very vulnerable corner. So the truth about money is money is neutral. Money is not good or bad. Money is an amplifier. It makes bad people worse and it makes uh, good people even better, right? Because we can do good things with that money. And it kind of breaks my heart to see people in this freedom-minded community running from money, scared of money, afraid to be successful, terrified of sales, not wanting to talk about their business. Um, We got to break that, right? If you are leading just with the desire to make money, that can be a problem as well. I I don't ever lead with that. I I lead with um, being of service, of being a contribution to the world. Money is this really awesome side effect. I have no ill will to people that are successful, uh, myself included. I want to be successful. I want you guys to be successful. I want you to be more powerful. I want to take your power back by way of money Um, but we got a lot of um, mindset issues that we have to work through and i know this awake community loves a good rabbit hole so how about this one what if the reason that you think money is so bad is because you've been programmed that way and i think this is true so this is a shorter episode but Think of this as another layer of your great awakening, okay? So this is by author Steve Burns, and this is 11 ways that you have been programmed to be poor. Okay, ready? Number one, um, do you currently disregard the importance of financial literacy? So did you learn about budgeting as a child from your parents. I know I didn't. I didn't learn anything about budgeting or investing or savings. I certainly wasn't taught that in school, right? If we disregard the importance of really understanding economics, the financial system, stocks, investing, Bitcoin, gold and silver, we think it's not that important. We'll just work our jobs and get paid. That is one way that we have been programmed to be poor. And this is a huge hurdle. And I think this is why this is number one for me, because there's a lot of people coming to that realization. They're in their 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s. And there's this wave of shame that can come over us when we realize, why don't I already know this? right? And that shame or fear or whatever you want to call it, that discomfort prevents a lot of people from taking action on becoming more financially literate. Now's the time. Congratulate yourself if you are actually in the space of realizing that it's important to pay attention to how money is created, to how you can increase it, to how you can spend it well, just congratulate yourself and take the next step on becoming more financially literate. Because all the people that have money, that's what they do. They understand the stock markets. They understand investments. They understand taking on smart debt. They get that. They use that. And that's why they're in a really good place right now. So that's number one. Number two, Um, 
praising steady employment over entrepreneurship, <laughs> right? Oh no, you don't want to do that risky entrepreneurial thing. No, you want to go to university and get a job because that is safe. That is the safe thing to do. You just want steady employment. Don't even try and invent the wheel. Who are you to reinvent the wheel, right? Whereas I got to tell you guys, my husband and I are both entrepreneurs. We both own our own companies and we make leaps and bounds what most of our friends make from going to university and going the traditional route. Not all of them, but a lot of them. A lot of people working their butts off in university and getting into these like government jobs or steady paying jobs, but they're capped and they work a lot. So entrepreneurship's not easy, but there's no ceiling. There's no cap wages like there are in nine to five jobs. And as far as steady and secure, there's a whole lot of people that lost their jobs in the last four years. They weren't so secure and safe after all. Number three, um, this culture that promotes immediate satisf uh, satisfaction, immediate gratification over um, longevity, right? So we encourage a lot of unhealthy habits in people um, because of this instant gratification culture. I can think of many, many people right now that aren't making good money but they'll spend it really quickly on frivolous things that don't matter. So I used to have a yoga studio and I did a lot of karma programs. I did a lot of uh, reach out to the community. I would cover memberships for people that generally couldn't afford it. But there were lots of people that would come to me and say they couldn't afford a yoga membership. And I think at the time it was maybe $50 a month. And they would say that wearing nails, fresh nails that would have cost $150. Or I saw that they were wearing a brand new $200 sweater from the local store, right? Priorities. Um, there's lots of people that I know that are living paycheck to paycheck, but have a $100,000 truck lease. The culture that encourages kind of frivolous spending and just getting what you want um, leads you to be poor leads you to not get the things that you actually want in life because you spend it on way too expensive skincare. You spend it on dinners out on the daily, right? We're not told or taught how to use our money well, how to plan for the long term. People make money, but they spend it really, really quickly. Number four. Um, a calculated apprehension towards risk, right? People are scared of risk. They're scared of getting into debt, which isn't always a bad thing, but things like Bitcoin or investments or even just like investing in themselves, that's scary to people. So they are programmed to stay away from anything that might be perceived as risky. But what's on the other side of risk? Massive opportunity, massive growth. So the people that think that they're playing it safe, they 
might be safe, but they're also missing all the opportunities for growth and financial success. Take, for example, if you go into the bank right now and you talk to a Royal Bank banker about investments, they're going to recommend some savings account that gives you 1% back or an RRSP or a mutual fund that barely grows. Instead of the people that are investing in themselves through entrepreneurship, people that are learning the stock market, people that are learning about outside the box methods like cryptocurrency, right? Yes, there is risk in losing, but there's also way more opportunity for gain. And number five, fostering a limited resource mentality will obstruct the pursuit of prosperity. So this is saying that people believe that resources are finite. Money is finite. There is no point in starting this business because other people are already doing it, right? As if it's limited. That is such a false belief. Guys, on the internet in particular, there are a million people doing what you do. And they're doing just fine. It didn't stop them. There are a million coaches. There are a million personal trainers. There are a million stores, right? Other people can be doing what you want to do. It doesn't actually limit your success. You are the only one that actually limits your success. You want to do things better than other people. You want to find your secret sauce. You want to you want to lean into things like authentic personal branding like I teach. Um, but things aren't scarce. Money's not scarce. There will always be people with money, right? Resources are not actually scarce. That is just a mindset block that is keeping you from being wealthy. Number six, advocating home ownership as the prime investment. This can skew your financial planning. If the only thing that you're looking at as like the pinnacle of your investment um, is a house, you can be stuck. Now, I, I do believe in investing in real estate and we have zero debt on the home that we live on and we do buy rental properties and physical properties. So real estate is a good investment, but just you owning your own home, um, that's not the end all be all for investments. And especially the way that our markets <laughs> are behaving right now, maybe that's not the best thing. Maybe it's not the best thing ever because it's bananas right now. In Canada, you spend a million dollars and you get a, a tear down shack. There's no guarantee that the value is going to continue to just creep up and up and up. It's different when you're buying a investment property that's paying you. It's not just you living there, but it's paying you whether you buy one to be an Airbnb or you buy one with a rental suite that that's starting to create more uh, opportunity for you. But just you owning your own home, it is a good goal, but it shouldn't be the only goal. Number seven, uh, deterring ongoing learning um, because it's going to limit you growing as a person, you, your earning potential. Like a lot of people finish university and then they're like, okay, that's it. I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done all my learning. I've learned everything that I will ever need to know. N guys, nothing I've learned in university 
allows me to do what I do now. Uh, business courses in university, a lot of them are garbage. Um, it's funny, I've had people apply to work for me that have business degrees and they don't know a thing about marketing. They don't know a thing about branding, things that can really, really help your business. So no, the end all be all for education is not university. A lot of people that are really thriving right now um, have done that through self-education. But the important piece is never, ever stop learning. Never think you're done. People that are thriving right now, people that are wealthy are always, always learning new things. In fact, in my calendar, I have learning time scheduled every single week. Every single week, I'm doing multiple workshops. It's in the calendar. It is a non-negotiable for me and my business. Okay, number eight, upholding societal customs, promoting personal fiscal mismanagement. It normalizes financial imprudence. What are these customs right now that encourage people to use their money poorly? For example, I'm at, sitting at my desk looking at my way too expensive Stanley mug. <laughs> Right. Here's a great example. This expensive cup. I do love it. I do love this cup, but um, necessary. Absolutely not. Look at the things that people spend their money on right now. What if you took that money and put it into gold and silver? What if you took that money from your third night out this week and put it into a stock? What if you didn't have 16 internet subscriptions and you took that money and put it into a startup, right? People waste a lot of money. Most people don't even know how much money is coming in and how much money is coming out. They're not even aware that they have 16 subscriptions right now. And that's the culture, frivolous, right? Um, Pleasure-based, only do what's comfortable and fun for you without any long-term planning. I don't know how most people live in this world, right? It's really expensive to live in Canada right now. And it's a bit shocking how people really mismanage their money right now. And if you really paid attention and you took that money and you made a plan, you'd be going places right now fast. Okay, number nine, wanting to not talk about money. Wanting to not talk about money um, hinders the sharing of financial wisdom. Now, my parents definitely um, are probably more matrix um, thinkers. You know, they both worked for the government teacher and um, my mom is a teacher. My dad worked for the <laughs> for the government in, in health. So they like the security of the nine to five. They definitely would listen to the banker about RSPs. So maybe it wouldn't have helped me so much to have these conversations at home. But a lot of people aren't having these conversations at all with people in their lives that know what they're talking about, that know how to make money because it's considered rude because it's considered not appropriate to talk about money. We should be having lots of really good, honest conversations about money, right? You know, even from people that maybe don't know what they're talking about when it comes to money, through conversation, 
when you press back, well, why do you do things this way? Why do you think this is a good investment? You know, even putting someone in the hot seat like that might even help them to realize, oh, I actually don't even know why I do what I do. I don't even know why I, I thought that this was the only way to save and invest my money. So you might actually be helping them as well, but we want to just normalize the conversation of money. We want to normalize having these conversations. Number 10, perpetuating negative stereotypes about affluence deters aspiration towards wealth. Of course it does. If you think people with money are bad, then how are you ever going to become wealthy? Because of course you don't want to be bad. You don't want to be a bad person. You don't want to be Klaus Schwab and the evil globalists. Guess what? There are bad people that are poor. Do I need to remind everybody? There are very bad people that are poor. There are bad people that are wealthy. There are really good people that are wealthy. There are good people that are poor, right? Money is just money. Money is the amplifier. It's not good or bad. Be careful what you say about people with money. So recently I was at the Tucker Carlson event and someone made some comment about, oh, well, he only cares about money. A, I've never heard that from his content ever, but B, I just told the person, well, I don't really have a problem with that. I don't have a problem with people that are wealthy. I don't have a problem with people that do well. That's, that's not an issue for me. What do they do with it? What do they do for work? Are they purposeful? Are they in integrity? Are they authentic? That's the only thing that I care about. So notice here, do you have any stories about people that have lots of money? And last but not least, number 11, reinforcing economic prejudice and not believing in capitalism creates wealth disparity. I will tell you guys right now, I believe in capitalism. I believe in capitalism, free market capitalism. I don't have any bad feelings about capitalism. It's not to say that it doesn't have its flaws or that things don't go um, sideways. Sorry for the doors. I have a sick baby at home today. Yeah, there are some greedy people out there, 100%. But when you want to look at something from a systems approach, um, <laughs> let's look at communism. Let's look at let's look at socialism. I would rather worry about the few greedy people that might arise in capitalism than starving to death under communism and socialism. Communism and socialism has not worked one time in history, not one time. No, the Netherlands is not a socialist country. They are not. <laughs> Cuba is, uh, China is, right? It's totalitarian top-down control. Capitalism supports innovation and ideas. It supports freedom. So there's no part of me that feels victimized by capitalism, not at all. And all systems have their flaws, but capitalism is the reason that people actually exert effort. People actually want to master their craft. People actually want to make a difference. People actually want to solve problems. Under communism, there is no incentive to try anything. So 
communism, not only are things not shared equally, because it's a totalitarian system where everyone equally suffers, because there's no incentive to do better, everybody stops trying. So people's skills set also start to decline. This is why countries that promote these ideologies fail, crumple, everybody's poor, everybody starves to death. And we're doing a real disservice to our children in universities. We are talking about communism and socialism as this beautiful utopia. It doesn't work. It's never worked. It's never going to work because at their at its core, guys, people aren't equal. They're not. At a soul level, yes, but people are not equal. Some of us are smarter. Some people are more talented. Some people are more motivated. Some people are more disciplined. That's the beautiful thing about life, how different everybody is. Again, equal at a soul level, at a human being level, not talent, intelligence, not any of these things. So we actually want an environment that encourages people to bring their gifts to life. We want to encourage self-mastery. We want to encourage personal achievement. We want to encourage growth. That's how we get a flourishing society, not by telling everybody, well, just stop trying. (laughs) I will never, ever stop talking about that. I wanted to share this with you because money does make you more powerful. Money helps you take your freedom back. And it's a really, really good time right now to get right with money, right? I want you guys to be purposeful in your pursuit of money, not just chasing money for money's sake, but I also don't want you to feel bad about having money. I want you to make a difference and make bank. And there's a reason why you haven't been taught these things. There's a reason because you're easier to control when you're poor. You're easier to control when you're dependent. And the things that this government is doing right now, um, they're setting up an entire country, the whole world to be dependent, universal basic income, the slow creep of taxes, like we're slowly already going towards socialism and communism. They're teaching you to waste your money. They're teaching you to wait for government handouts. They're not encouraging you to become your best self, to become resilient, to become disciplined, to be able to face hard or uncomfortable things. They want you weak. They want you dependent and they want you poor. So part of your great awakening 100% has to be around all the ways in which we have been programmed to be poor. We do a ton of mindset work like this, guys, inside of the Sovereign CEO. This is my group coaching membership. There are lots of workshops and lots of calls around just this topic, not around being poor, but around money mindset, getting right with money mastering your craft, learning how to take your freedom back by way of purposeful work and making bank. That's it for today's session today, guys. Let me know what you think. Love to hear from you guys, um, either in the comments or in my DMs. If you like this week's episode, please consider sharing it to your Instagram stories. Make sure you tag me, Carla Joy Treadway, and I'll see you guys next time. Who want help creating more money right now? 
I'm a business coach. I'm a digital marketing mentor, and I have several offerings that can help you create additional streams of revenue right now. I run monthly workshops. I have my sovereign CEO community that's at a super low cost for the value that we pack into there, guys. It's kind of a no brainer to join. Um, if you desire more high touch one-to-one support, I run a quarterly mastermind. We're in the middle of Q1 right now, and I do work with individuals one-to-one, um, but there are less of those available. Um, head on over to my website, carlajoytreadway.com to see your options. And if you need more clarity on any of the offers that we do have, you can send us an email, hello at carlajoytreadway.com, and we're happy to hop on a clarity call with you and see what option would serve you best considering where you're at, uh, what you would like to invest, and, and really what you're building. So we can help you from the ideas stage, fleshing out your brand, your marketing strategy, all the way to the technical side of actually doing the thing, building the website, building the systems and automations, all of the things. So I have an incredible team that works with me so that you guys don't have to piecemeal all these different contractors yourself because I know the pain that that can be. So again, that's carlatjoytreadway.com if you want to see the available options. And um, thanks for listening to the show. See you guys.